Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon or morning, everybody. Um, this is Dr. Jesse Rail, and we are going to talk about holidays today and how you can prepare for the holidays, survive them, and even make them much more bright or pleasant. Um, holidays can be very difficult for many people, and for many reasons. Um, it's one of those subjects or topics that can be, you know, what may be your worst nightmare could actually be somebody else's best either dream or, or uh, you know, something that really works for them or vice versa. So it's kind of a, an interesting topic of what makes your holidays brighter or special or more meaningful versus what doesn't. And that can vary from individual to individual. Um, and it doesn't really matter what holidays you, you celebrate, you know, whether you are Jewish and, and you're celebrating Hanukkah or you're celebrating Christmas or you're celebrating New Year's or Thanksgiving. At some point in our lives, most of us celebrate some holidays. We may not celebrate all of them. <clears throat> and we all celebrate holidays differently. Um, so some of the factors that um, can make holidays very stressful, and there's a lot of them, um, many times the pressure is something that we kind of bring on ourselves by allowing other people to make us feel that we have to feel certain ways or we have to do certain things or we have to act in certain ways. And, you know, um, a lot of times the holidays come with high expectations. Got to go to parties. You've got to entertain people. You've got to buy gifts. You've got to do all of these things. And so we, we feel pressured, and we feel pressured to be almost perfect. You know, you've got you've to be happy. You've got to be joyous. You've got to listen to and, and, and like Christmas music or holiday music. You can't say Merry Christmas or you can't say Happy Hanukkah. You know, you can't do this or that. And so once we allow ourselves to, first of all, acknowledge and identify what your particular pressure is and then you can decide is that something that you want to take on is that something that you want to be pressured with um another thing that makes it difficult for for people with um holidays is the whole idea of some people have families some people have really close families some people have big families, some people have um, big celebrations, and some people don't. They, for whatever reason, are alone at the holidays or, for the most part, will be alone. Um, and so that can be difficult. And it can be equally difficult for um, people who are alone to hear about everybody else's big family celebration or their big party or the dance that they go to with you know, a, a significant other. It can also be difficult for people who have all of that to hear about uh, the, 
not doing those things because maybe they're in a big family, but they don't really feel comfortable there. Or maybe they feel like they have to go to family celebrations, but they don't really feel comfortable. So they may be kind of envying the fact that, you know, somebody who's alone or somebody who's just a couple doesn't have to do all of that. And that's what I was talking about from the beginning when I said, you know, your worst nightmare can be somebody else's joy or vice versa. So, you know, when we interact with people, it's really important to to realize and recognize that their stressor may be your relief or vice versa. Or you might be able to say, oh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. Another complication this year is going to be the whole aspect of COVID. And, you know, we try to forget about that. We try to get away from it. But COVID is alive and well. And it's with us. And it's going to impact how we celebrate holidays, um, what we do. And it's going to have significant consequences after the holidays. Because most people, many people are going to be in a situation where you can't lose for, you can't win for losing on this one. If you go to the big gatherings, you go to the big parties, you go to the celebrations, you're increasing your your risk of developing COVID. If you don't, you're going to spend a lot of time alone and you're going to have to figure out what else you want to do. So, you know, that's going to become a very personal and individual decision. And all anybody can do is do the best they can with it and make the best decision for themselves or for their families. Um, It's important to realize that, you know, the more we feel in control, that we're the one choosing things, um, the better we're going to feel and the less less left out and stressed we feel. So if you can decide, you know, what works for me, not not what works for other people, but what works for you. If you don't have the money to buy a lot of gifts, you know, either buy less expensive ones or don't buy them at all. Um, but it doesn't make any sense to put, you know, $5,000 on your credit card that you're not going to be able to pay off or you're really going to struggle or you're going to pay 10000 in interest just to pay off the 5000 that you spent on all those gifts. So, you know, think about your resources. Think about your emotional resources, your mental resources, and your financial resources. <clears throat> okay, you're going to have to deal with it later. Sometimes we get into a situation where families don't accept us. And this can be very difficult for people um, of diversity. Any time you are diverse from your family, whether you have a disability or maybe you're gay, lesbian, transgender, um, you know, any time that you are and feel very different from your family, you may feel like they don't accept you. Or it could be that your significant other's family doesn't accept you. And that can be a really difficult uh, position to be in. Um, pretty much the only thing that you can do with that, you can't make other people accept you. You can't make other people understand why you're the way you are. And so the only thing that you can really do with that is 
you know, allow them to have their beliefs and their feelings and their thoughts and because you can't change them and either don't be with them or spend as little time as possible with them. What you might find is that, you know, once they find out that you are who you are and you accept them for who they are, you might find more acceptance or more understanding. Um, It's also important to find an ally. You know, hopefully, uh, if if you're involved in a relationship, your significant other will try to do what they can to to support you um, and so then if you have one person that can often encourage other people to accept you um, and sometimes you can't really take a complete break I mean you, you can't necessarily always avoid being with people but you can take little breaks for yourself you can take a walk you know Just take some time to yourself, um, make some phone calls to supportive friends, things like that. And it's also a good idea to always come up with some safe topics that you can discuss, because if the conversation goes into areas where you know very well you're going to disagree, you can talk about some safe things that really won't um, become a a disagreement. I don't know, sometimes you just have to bring your safe topic in and just kind of interrupt when, when you know topics are going into other areas or people are starting to get hostile. You know, uh, last year, a friend of mine went to a, a dinner and they started talking about some really political charged things. In the middle of it, she said, do y'all like uh, your mashed potatoes better with butter or gravy? And people just stopped. You know, they looked at her. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? And she said, I just want to know. I'm curious. You know, do you like your mashed potatoes better with gravy or butter? And it, and it started a funny conversation about mashed potatoes. And it got them off the, the politically charged issues. So sometimes you just have to break in with a safe topic. Um Give yourself permission to do what you need to do for yourself because you're the one who, you know, it's important to protect yourself emotionally, Dory. It's important to protect yourself emotionally. And, um, you know, you you deserve to do that. You deserve to be uh, protected emotionally. Um, You're the only one who can really do that because you know your limits. Um. It can also be interesting to listen to other people if you're in a situation where, you know, you've walked into a store and you said Merry Christmas and the other person informs you that they don't celebrate Christmas. You can always say, do you celebrate the holidays at all? Uh, that happened to me not too long ago, um, a couple of years ago. I said Merry Christmas to somebody because I do say Merry Christmas and I haven't changed that. And she rudely informed me, I don't celebrate Christmas. And I was like, well, okay. I said, do you celebrate the holidays at all? And she said, yeah, I do. And I said, well, would you mind sharing with me what holiday you celebrate? And she started talking to me about, you know, celebrating a different holiday and the traditions. And I found it totally interesting. So 
She told me to have a happy holiday that she celebrated. I told her Merry Christmas. Well, a couple months after that, she saw me in the same store again, and she said, you know, she said, I was thinking about your conversation. She said, when you told me Merry Christmas, it annoyed me. But she said, I had a really good holiday season because I ended up celebrating both holidays. I said, that's awesome. I said, I should have been like you and celebrated your holiday too. So, <laughs> you know, go ahead and be yourself. If, if you believe in something fervently, don't feel like you have to hide it or um, deny it because you can still celebrate what you celebrate and they can celebrate what they celebrate. Um, and, and talk to the person about their beliefs and their culture and different things because you will learn some really important things and so will they. Um, you, you may be in a situation where you feel like everybody's needs are more important than yours and that you have to satisfy all those needs. And this often happens to women who are, you know, they have children and they're trying to entertain all the children and the family and uh, get to this party and that party. And maybe you have work obligations and church obligations. And it just feels like at the end of the day, you have no time for yourself or that what you need is not important. So it's really important to realize that your needs are just as important as everybody else. And maybe what you can do is ask for support from your family to get things done, um, to allow them to do some other things that maybe you feel like you have to do. Um, you don't have to do everything. Uh, and, and don't try to micromanage everything. You know, people like to have a little bit of freedom to be able to do some things that they want to do. So if you can, um, you know, just kind of work together and get support, um, delegate. Uh, that will make them feel like they're included and they're not always looking for you to make sure everything goes fine because you're not going to be the winner in that situation. Everything's not going to be perfect. Um, we talked a little bit about the financial and, you know, trying to give the perfect gifts or find the perfect gifts or whatever. You know, kind of relax about that. If you can afford it, that's fine. If you can't afford it, there may be little things you can do that you may be able to make some things. One year when I was very, very poor, I really did not have any money. I couldn't figure out what in the world I could do for my family. And I wanted to give them a gift. Well, what I did finally was, um, this is back in the day where you could, and you, and you probably still can, but, but I got this email program and it would allow me to, attach files and I played a Christmas song on my flute when attached it to an email and that was my gift to them and do you know my sister still listens to that every year that is one of the things that she has saved and she still listens to it every year and this was a long time ago um, that I did that so there might be some little things that you can do um, if you can make things you know, make something for somebody if you can bake. I don't know anybody who doesn't like baked cookies at Christmas. Um, and it may not feel like a lot to you, but to that other person, it may be it may be like my sister's email that she still listens to every year. Um, so 
a lot of people have to deal with issues of grief, and that can be very difficult. Um, and what you might want to do is kind of come up with a tradition that works for you. I started this a long time ago uh, after my first guide dog died. And I just was miserable that next Christmas because Radar loved Christmas more than any dog I've ever had since. And he absolutely loved Christmas. He got excited when he saw the Christmas tree and the gifts. And he was just part of Christmas. And so after he died, you know, my next dog, Chelsea, she couldn't have cared less. (laughs) And it was like, you know, I did everything I could to make her celebrate Christmas, and she was just like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, but I'm not really interested. And she was not really happy about a lot of the excitement and that type of thing. So that year was very difficult for me because I didn't have happy, old, cheerful Christmas boy radar. And what I did was I got a candle. And I went outside, and I lit my candle, and again, I played my flute and just thought about radar. And that got me to thinking about, you know, other animals I had lost. And it was just kind of a real tribute to them. And I then included my father. Well, now I've got a great big long list of dogs, and my mom and my dad and, you know, other people who I've lost along the way. And, and I do that every year. I go right outside and play my flute, light a candle, and think about all of those people. And, and I don't think about them with, you know, sadness. I think about them with happiness and, and just thank them for making me the person I am today. So come up with a tradition that you can do to honor that, those memories. Um, It doesn't matter what you do, just come up with something that you can do and then make it a tradition that you do every year. A lot of times people get into, especially around New Year's, you know, they they want this year to be better, the new year to be better than the previous year. Or, um, you know, they think about their life and they become pretty dissatisfied. So instead of getting into that negativity, honor the fact that your life is what it is. And you can set some goals. What didn't go well that past year that maybe you could have control over? What can you do differently? How can you set some more healthy goals? And, you know, allow yourself to do that. Um, It's important to know your limits. If you really feel overwhelmed with certain situations, try to limit them or avoid them or gain support for them. Or, you know, just, you know, give yourself permission not to be there. You know, sometimes when I was working at a agency, I their parties were totally overwhelming. They were loud. Most people were drinking. You know, it was just constant conversation and constant movement, and it was just really overwhelming for me. And so I would go there, but I would stay maybe an hour, half hour, 45 minutes. I would have some refreshments. I would greet as many people as I could, and I would leave. And so I always made sure that I could get there or and, and leave on my own because I didn't want other people to, you know, have to leave to or feel bad or whatever. Um, so you can do things like that maybe. 
um, try to simplify your commitments. If you realize that you're getting into too many things and you're feeling overwhelmed, it's okay to say, you know what, I cannot do that. I can't do that this year or I can't do it at all. Um, That's okay. It's better to do that than find out that you're not where you need to be because you're, you're too overwhelmed and you're too involved in too many things. So, you know, kind of make a schedule for yourself and know what it is you've committed to and then make sure that you can actually do all of those things or that you want to do those things. Try to embrace a sense of humor. Humor is always helpful. Um, try not to take yourself or other people so seriously. If you are alone, you know, maybe you can do something for other people. Um, this year may be difficult because of getting together, but there still are probably some things that you can do. I'm working on making Christmas ornaments right now um, to give to everybody in my apartment building. I did that last year, and they absolutely loved it, and it was wonderful. Even a couple of weeks after the holidays, you know, people would see me and, are you the one who gave me that beautiful ornament? Uh, you know, thank you. I really love it. It just made my Christmas and, you know, those kind of things. So that felt really good. And I'm going to do it this year. Um, if you do know other people who are alone, make some time to call them. You know, you can call them or send them a card or uh, uh, get together with them on Zoom. Just make some time to do that because it's going to be very helpful to them and it's going to make you feel better. If you are receiving any type of mental health treatment, you know, therapy, psychiatric appointments, whatever, do not cancel your appointments. Keep your appointments the same as you typically would and attend them because the holiday season can bring up some difficult feelings and emotions and that type of thing. And if your therapist is canceling her, his or her appointments, um, talk to them beforehand and say, okay, you know, you're going to be on vacation for two weeks, but who am I supposed to contact if things get bad for me? Uh, because that's all fine and well that they're going on vacation, and, and they might. Or it's all fine and well that they're not going to be available on Christmas Day or, or New Year's Day. But make sure you know who it is you can contact. Um and make sure you have those numbers available. It might be like a crisis person. They may have a backup therapist or whatever. But make sure you have that number because what you don't want to do is be in the middle of a major anxiety or depression and have nobody to turn to or no professional to turn to. And especially if you do have a relationship with a therapist or whatever. Um Mindfulness, meditation, I know I talk about this all the time, but I cannot overemphasize the importance of learning and using mindfulness. And don't just start at Christmas. Use it every single day so that when you really, really need it, you can go right to it. It just becomes so automatic. Um, Using drugs and alcohol is not going to do anything but increase your depression or your anxiety. It may seem like a nice escape, but it will exacerbate any symptoms that you have of anxiety or depression. So try to avoid it. Um, 
get some exercise. And I know I talk about that a lot, but exercise is just totally important. Exercise increases serotonin and it increases endorphins. And those are the feel-good chemicals. Um, It also increases dopamine, which helps people feel better. Many times people experience significant depression um, as the seasons change, and it's because they're not getting enough exposure to bright light. So ideally, sunshine is the best thing to do. You know, go outside, take a walk, sit out in the sun, even if it's cold. Cold isn't going to hurt you. Um, and try to expose as much of your skin as possible to the, the light when you do this. If you can't do it for whatever reason, maybe you live in a climate where uh, the sun doesn't shine all that much, or um, it, it's just too, too cold to be out and expose too much skin, you can substitute with um, light bulbs that are full spectrum, UV lights. Uh, you can substitute with sun lamps. And those things are actually pretty inexpensive. You can get a little sun lamp for not a lot of money at all. <clears throat> and so if you spend a lot of time at your desk or your computer um, or your, your phone, you know, wherever you spend a lot of time, just set that little sun lamp over there so that it shines on you. And that can be a big help too. Um, because not everybody can go out and be out in the sun and outdoors and that type of thing. But you can expose yourself to bright lights, Um, even if you're totally blind. And actually, it's more important probably for for people who are blind to expose themselves because we don't synthesize light exactly the way sighted people do. Most light is synthesized through the eyes. And if you're totally blind, your skin has to synthesize it. And for your skin to synthesize it, it has to be exposed. So you have to, you don't want to put your hand up on the the sun lamp and burn yourself, but you want to know that that light is shining on you, not, you know, filtered throughout the room or something. Set realistic expectations. Um, You know, be realistic about what you can manage, what you can do, what, and, and realize that you cannot control other people. You can't make them do anything. You can't make them change or whatever. So just set realistic expectations. Um, practice gratitude. You know, just try to be thankful for what you do have and not focus on what you don't. Uh, seek support from friends. If you can, you know, know get in contact with friends and you can even let them know, you know what, this year I'm going to be by myself for the holidays because our family isn't getting together because of COVID. Um, Let them know if they don't know that you're going to be by yourself and that you would like somebody to call, they may not because here's the thing. Some people like to be by themselves for the holidays and they don't want a lot of people to call. Some people are sitting there waiting for the phone to ring, and it doesn't. So be sure that people you're close to know. You know what? I would like for you to call me on the holidays. I would like to get together on a Zoom chat on the holidays. And hopefully, you know, you can find people who will do that. Also, be sure that you reach out to other people. Call other people when you know that, you know, they may 
um, be by themselves or may not be having such a great time for whatever reason, feel free to reach out to them. And even sending them a text message or, or leaving a voicemail, if they don't answer the phone, you know, that can be a big help. Or if you're unsure, you can always send somebody a text message or an email and say, hey, are you available? Would you like to talk? And if they respond, that's wonderful. If they don't, then, you know, call somebody else. Um, a lot of times people feel like they can't really enjoy holiday food because they're on diets or they don't want to gain a lot of weight. And you can. You can absolutely still enjoy holiday food. Just do it in moderation. Decrease your portion sizes. Uh, put down your fork between your meal. Uh, when you're eating, put down your fork between bites and kind of enjoy the conversation. Eat more slowly. If you eat more slowly, you're going to feel full and you won't eat as much. And it also helps burn calories because you're not just stuffing everything in your stomach at one time. Uh, make sure that you're drinking lots of water, not only to stay hydrated, but also to help flush out toxins and stay, um, you know, healthier. Um, be very careful when you go shopping or when you're around other people. Make sure that you're still, you know, washing your hands often and not touching your face, things like that. Well, that's important any time uh, of the year and, and the holidays because even if we didn't have covid Holidays are still a real high time for the flu and colds. So, you know, practicing some extra hygiene, um, just being aware when other people are sick, you know, kind of keep your distance, you know, things like that can keep you healthier. Um, try to control your stress because your stress lowers your immune system. And that's one reason that people do tend to get sick around the holidays because they're very stressed and because they're in close gatherings. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing how much better you'll feel if you do something to brighten somebody else's day. And sometimes you have to get really creative about figuring out what can I do to make somebody else feel happier. But even small things. You know, sending somebody a note, an email, a text, a card, um, putting together maybe a, a, a video or a, some type of music recording if you're into music. Um, you might even be able to <clears throat> send those to nursing homes. Um, I know that they're probably going to have really close restrictions, but you might be able to send a video of yourself or a recording and just say, you know, to the director of the nursing home that you know that, you know, you, you really can't come there and play music, but you were wondering if they could play your video or your CD or whatever it is that you've got. Um, probably they can and probably they'll be very, very happy for it. Because I think one of the things that nursing homes are really going to miss this year are performances and are the visits from churches and that type of thing. And people usually love holiday music. Even if they don't practice the holiday, there's something about the sound of that music that is just happy. It's, it's comforting. Um, it takes them to a happier time. So... 
if you can if you can share music in any way, please do that because people will that can be very helpful. Um, and and a lot of times, even if people really aren't aware of or can't have conversations, they can still enjoy the music. And there's all kind of ways you can do that. So I'm going to open this up for questions, comments, concerns, and uh, go for it, Lynn. All right. So everybody, um, before I uh, before I get to you, I see you, Connie. Before I get to you, mm-hmm. I just want to let everybody know that if you want to raise your hand, it's Alt. I'm um, excuse me. It is Alt Y on the computer. Option Y on a Mac. Star nine on a phone, and it's in the lower right hand corner of the app. And it's under more settings. And um, I just want to let all of you know that um, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, uh, one of our, our colleagues here, uh, Judy, suggested that we have, um, I host a faci- facilitated event called the Blessing Table. And she suggested that we have one on for bless. Uh, thanksgiving day for people who may not have families and so i'm going to do that so be sure to watch the community facebook group for the time okay yes uh so uh that's judy uh walgang and so we can all thank her for that suggestion okay so we have hold on hold on okay hold on there we go okay Go for it. Connie, you may now unmute. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, Connie. Doing good. Good. So, my husband passed away last year. Yeah. On December 27th. Um, oh, wow. The last time I talked to him was Christmas Eve. And then he was unconscious by Christmas morning and then passed away on December 27th. Mm. So, the holidays are always going to have somewhat of a sad note for me. They, they used to be joyful, but now they're going to be kind of sad. Yeah. So um, what I have decided this year was I really shouldn't be, I live alone now and um, I don't have family close by. So I've decided I should not be alone, at least not this year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the San Francisco Bay Area to visit this couple that, we, that I know and spend some time with them um, and I haven't seen them for a long time so that's going to be a really nice time and she wants me to um, play the guitar and and you know she wants us to sing Christmas songs together so that's that's what I'm doing I don't think I have to worry about over committing myself this year because concerts and Christmas parties are not going to happen because of COVID-19 so that's that's what I'm doing what do you think of that I think that is absolutely That's... wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, be sure that you play and sing. It may be difficult, but do it anyway. Um, your husband's favorite song. He like pretty much all Christmas music. <laughs> oh, well, we then you've got to be me. We used to go to Christmas concerts together, and and I'm going to really miss that. But it's just really important for me, at least for this year, that <laughs> I'm with other people that's going to be to me that's going to be the ultimate gift just to spend time with people there you go you are so right thank you you're welcome all right carrie you may know unmute 
Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, great. Um, first, I want to thank you, Jesse, for having these. I think they're very helpful. Um, and Lynn, I think it would be great to do that thing on um, Thanksgiving morning for everybody who, mm-hmm. you know, is alone on the holidays. Um, I used to um, celebrate the holidays with a big family, and now it's just me and my husband. And I feel, I feel like a sense of loneliness when it comes to the holidays. Um, and plus, I live in a state that does not have much sunshine. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, so oh wow. Can you recommend a good sun lamp? Oh, you know what? I have three different sun lamps, and they're all pretty much different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I have them, because I live in an apartment that the sun streams in. But when I lived in my house, it didn't. Um, yeah, just, you know, check them out on Amazon or wherever. But they're mm-hmm. pretty much all the same. They usually have, uh, like, it's... um. Six tube bulb. Six tube. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. The tubes are just kind of lined up all together, <clears throat> and then that fits into your lamp. But look yeah. for something that says full spectrum UV, Unicorn Victor. Yep. Um, okay. Jesse, are you saying sixteen? T- yeah, there, there's six tubes to the to the bulbs. It's it's not like a regular light bulb. It's it's got like tubes. Tubes. Yeah. T U B E S. Yes. Yes. That's what. Okay. I was. There I you go. <laughs> okay. So there's six tube bulbs. Got it. Okay. okay. And then U V. And it has to have U V, right? Like mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Sun. Look for a full full spectrum U V. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Yeah. 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 Um, and I also like to, at Christmas time, I always like to go somewhere sunny. This year, I'm going to Florida. There you go. Okay. To get some vitamin D. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that really helps. So. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you for this. I really You're like welcome. these calls. I think they're very helpful. Well, thank you for calling in or getting in on Zoom. Yeah, thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. All right. The iPad is here. Hello, Judy. Hey there, Lynn. Jesse, thank you for this. Uh, This is just really great. Um, So for quite a few weeks now, Thanksgiving has been looming large because of COVID. Um, For almost 40 years, I've been going up to spend Thanksgiving up in Massachusetts with my sister and brother-in-law and my niece and her husband and my, uh, my nephew would fly in and we would all be together. Um, so I've been wrestling with whether or not to go. And as of a couple of weeks ago, I had pretty much decided that I was going to go and do whatever I could to minimize my exposure to other people, because I've basically been staying home all these months and seeing very few people. Um, but then I started to think about it more and more and thought about actually flying back home after Thanksgiving with all of those people that have been with their families and friends with God knows how many other people. And I decided that it's not a good idea. And so I really picked up on what you said about us making a decision. Um, Mm -hmm. My sister said, whatever decision I made, she would, you know, she would support me, but 
just the thought of my exposure to all those people in the airports and on the plane. Uh, so basically, I'm going to be spending Thanksgiving alone, except with my ACB community. I, you know, I will be doing that. But um, it's it's really, really hard when I think about my traditions and spending that day by myself. I'm trying to live with it, you know, and think about mm. that so that I'm prepared for it. But it's just I got to say, it's really, really hard. And my sister and brother-in-law will be alone you know, for the first time also, it's just going to be the two of them. So we're all, we're all in, you know, in a, in, in, a, in a tough situation in, in my family. Well, perhaps you can get some of these people to, you know, get together on a Zoom call or a FaceTime or something. Yeah. You may not be able to be with them physically, but you'll be able to hear their voices. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we'll well, definitely do that. We'll absolutely. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's going to be a big adjustment, but we all really have to think about not only what we want for that day, what do you want for your future? You right. Know, you, yeah. 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 Okay. And that's exactly it. For, for me, just for having stayed home all these months and then to risk it in a huge way, because I feel it is, it's a, for me, I feel it's a big risk for me and my family for me to travel. So, mm-hmm. so Absolutely. that's, yeah. So. So you don't want to take that risk because you want to be together next year. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Right. Thank you. I, I, that, that makes me feel a whole lot better. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Judy. All right. Karen, you may now unmute. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I enjoyed your talk, Jesse, because at every Every time a new idea came into my head, you kind of answered it before I could even say anything about it. So you have ESP, too. Um, So um, basically, I am single. I live alone. And I have grown to become okay. I mean, I have memories of family activities in the past. And um, because I'm single and live alone, I am always able to entertain myself or do something special. But Connie, you just helped me with a decision. I am very sorry for the loss of your husband. Um, Basically, an older friend called me a few days ago and asked me just to come over. She doesn't live far away for Thanksgiving. But I'm in New York City. We have this COVID thing. And um, so I just said I'll let her know. So hearing, hearing, you know, uh, from people who have had a loss, she lost her husband earlier this year. So I'm going to go based upon this conversation, this meeting, because it, it's for her, really. I'm going to go and, and visit her and take her up on her invitation and be with her so um thank you for helping me sort that out well that is something that you'll be able to do to reach out to somebody else and you know it doesn't matter how we do it what we do just something whatever you can do yeah don't put yourself at horrible risk but on the other hand it's okay to kind of reach out Right. She invited me. She's going to make dinner. Um, she may invite. Sounds like a good reason to me. 
Right, right. I've just gotten so used to with the pandemic of just hunkering down and not doing that much. So this I will be reaching out. I will be safe and have some home cooking, too. So that's good. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Okay, well, it's almost, uh, well, 10.50 my time. So let's go to Pam Coffee. Good afternoon, good morning, good whatever, wherever in the country you are. Um, I'm really enjoying this call because for me, this is going to be the first holiday season that I spend without both of my parents. Um, My mother died in 04. My dad just died a few months ago. And I'm looking at being by myself on Thanksgiving and possibly Christmas because my step family, for a variety of reasons, they just don't all get together much anymore. They scatter over the holidays. And so I really appreciate the suggestions you've made um, about ways. And and it's not, I'm something of an introvert. So, you know, I think I can manage okay. It's not going to be easy, but I think I can manage. Um, but the ones that have a rough time are the ones that are extreme extroverts. And, and, uh, so I think we all need to reach out to those people because if they're not in a, a crowd of people on a holiday, they're not going to know what to do with themselves. They're going to have a hard time. So, you know, reach out to that extrovert that, you know, even if you're an introvert, um, but I really appreciate this. All of these calls, I've really enjoyed them. Well, you're certainly welcome. And, you know, I can tell you from experience that the first holiday you spend by yourself is the most difficult. After oh, yeah. that, yep, after that, you become more creative. You find other things to do. You find other ways to make it meaningful. Um, the right. first year that I left my mom and was by myself, I thought that I was probably going to go you know, bonkers or something. It was awful. I hear you. I hear you. But I now I, I love the holidays. I celebrate them. I decorate. I cook. I bake. I find things to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, this is great. Well, does anybody have any more questions? Um. I don't see anybody with questions. Oh my goodness! It's wow. it's uh well it's one fifty Eastern time. I'm going to give it one more shot. <laughs> okay, so we do not have any more questions. Okay, so it well, looks like you've answered them all. <laughs> I certainly appreciate everybody's participation and sharing, and um, you know, we'll we'll certainly continue to have more calls. That's but right. If anybody has any topics that you want to talk about, just let me know in some way, either on Facebook or send a message to Cindy and she'll forward it, you know, whatever. Or if yes. you have any topics, now, let us know. <laughs> Yes, if you want to have any topics and you want to suggest them for Jesse, you can send an email to community at acb.org. 
That's uh, Cindy Hollis at community at acb.org. And she will forward them on to Jesse. And then Jesse will take a look at them. So if no one has any more questions, I guess we will end it. So do you have any final words? Um, no, I think I've said everything. But, okay. you know, again, if anybody ever has any questions or anything that I could possibly do, just, you know, let me know. All right. So, All right. again, <clears throat> she will have this topic again tomorrow night. Hello, sunshine. And um, so you can catch that tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Eastern. Check the community uh, email list for the Zoom link. So until then, we will see you later.